It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome in, episode 106, What's Right with Nick Wright, breaking down week 14 in the NFL with Little World Cup mixed in. An amazing NBA weekend as well. We will not be getting to it. And in fact, let's get right to what we're not discussing because one of the little mini takes I had is on there. Burrow finally beating the Browns. Deshaun Watson, listen, it's a lot of rust, but right now, if you're a Browns fan, you got to be very nervous about how he's looked in his first two games in 700 days, and that's just the -the on-the-field stuff. The Lakers defeat the mighty Pistons. That's a little more sarcastic than it needed to be. (laughs) Year 20, LeBron James, another 35-point performance. Patrick Beverly in that game, by the way, talked trash to the guy who I hope is future Laker, traded for Patrick Beverly, Boyan Bogdanovich. Boyan then immediately hit five straight threes to make it a closer game than it should have been. And then the last thing, that I that's on that list. Zion entering the MVP discussion. Damn straight he did. Last there on a seven-game winning streak. Uh, he's averaging 30 a night in those seven games. Back-to-back 35-point games against the previous top-seeded Phoenix Suns. It is now the top-seeded New Orleans Pelicans and a kick-ass 360 windmill. They got Chris Paul and Cam Payne, of all people, all in their feelings. So all of that not on the show. It is the stretch run of the NFL season. Also, the NFL once again, you know, testing us and testing our marriages. As I don't know if you saw, but next Saturday, which is really the final shopping Saturday before Christmas, because the following Saturday is Christmas Eve. I don't know if you saw it. Next week, Demonze, Saturday NFL triple header. It's real nice. They keep doing this where they put these, they stack these games on the last shopping weekend before Christmas. It's just a brutality, but that'll be week 15. This was week 14. And by the way, we're live on YouTube. We appreciate if you're viewing our YouTube subscribers have slowed a bit. We're still not at 90,000 and we were hoping to get to a hundred thousand by the end of the month. That doesn't look like it's going to happen, which is bad news for DeMonte's checkbook uh, or DeMonte's bank account. It's a bummer. He was going to get a thousand dollar bonus, but you guys don't like him enough. I think it all turned <laughs> when Demonze and our and our social media team started tweeting about quote Demonze stands unquote. I think it turned people off, but that's neither here nor there. I now invite Demonze in. I think we're starting with Sunday Night Football. Let's get right to it. All right, Justin Herbert got his revenge against the quarterback that was drafted one spot ahead of him last night. 
Remember when everybody was on the Dolphins bandwagon and were saying Tua for MVP? Who wasn't saying that, DeMonte? Uh, you and who, who, who? some, just uh, you. Yeah, I was, I, not everyone was saying was on the Dolphins bandwagon, but who reserved the right to never change their opinion about Tua? But go said, ahead. I, I didn't see the reasoning behind that. I feel like you didn't have that much evidence to. I had, you, you know why you think I don't have that much evidence? And I don't say this rudely or disrespectfully. Because I just started watching football this, this year. year. Exactly right. Okay. Because if you'd only watched football this year, you'd think Tua was awesome. Fair and you were, and I'm not taking a shot. <laughs> but before you got this job, you weren't a big NFL guy. Uh, what is so vexing to me, so many of my colleagues pretended they had just started watching football this year. <laughs> colleagues in sports media, uh, a pro tip on when it comes to certain things, when it comes to certain things, you want to be more like Demonze. <laughs> but on other things, you definitely want to be less like Demonze. <laughs> and your long-term NFL analysis, probably less like Demonze. But go ahead. All right. When he faced off against the second-best quarterback in football, he reminded us why Miami tried to try to move on from the guy. Yeah. So even if it makes you a villain, mm-hmm. are you willing to say Tua is no no better than a backup quarterback? Okay, no. So that's where I was wrong in that I said Tua's a backup. Tua is clearly not a backup. He is clearly, simply a middling starter. And I said yesterday on Twitter that everyone, I think, knows that Tua is, by the way, I love the fit today, that Tua is far closer to the Derek Carr tier of quarterbacks than the Justin Herbert tier of quarterbacks. Yet folks tried to pretend otherwise because he has a nice win-loss record prior to this year, and people love them, some quarterback wins. And because the other reason is this year his numbers were sensational. But yesterday was one of the worst quarterback performances of the season. Yeah, I was about to say, has that, because what was it? Was the final, was it four for 20? That was the end? Well, was no, it, six it, for... it, it, it ended better because once the Chargers went up 10 or went up nine, they were improving on that final drive where Miami ended up getting a field goal. So he finished 10 for 28, but my guy started three for 17. That's a bad shooting night in the NBA. That should never happen with a quarterback. Flatly should never happen with a quarterback. The Dolphins got a gift touchdown on their own fumble that bounced to Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek was super sharp and and saw it and scooped it. He's the fastest man in the world. And then Tyreek beat the Chargers' corner on a 60-yard bomb. Aside from that, for the first three and a half quarters, the Dolphins' offense did nothing. Nothing. And there were opportunities to be had. The Chargers were out Derwin James, they uh, Joseph Day, they've been without Joey Bosa. This was a very banged-up Chargers team. And what the Chargers, and to their credit, and this is where the concern is about Tua and the Dolphins and what they were doing. Much like with young quarterbacks, it's like, oh, wait till there's film on them. With an offense where everyone seems to be running wide open, there's going to be a moment where some sharp defensive mind unlocks something, and then you have to adjust. So for the Dolphins, that moment was last week. That sharp defensive mind was the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, former longtime great linebacker with the Texans, D'Amico Ryans, where he said, what if we just jam the hell out of their receivers at the line of scrimmage? Throw off their timing. 
Teams are afraid to do that. Because they're so fast. Because they're so fast. If you don't get a good jam, they're going to beat you. And even if you do get a good jam, if two has enough time, they're going to beat you. But what if we jam them to throw off their timing, plus try to create some pressure on Tua so even if our guy gets beat, he doesn't have time to hit him downfield? Yes, there is a risk, like the Tyreek Hill 60-yard touchdown. But the reward, what teams had been doing is playing these guys so far off that it's like, okay, we'll just take these 12-yard gains, wide open, first read, boom, second read, boom. The Niners did that, and Tua was in shambles. So the Chargers, with fu- the question there was, though, oh, well, the Niners, that's the best defense in football. Right? Can someone else do it? Well, the Chargers' JV defense, which has is banged up, was without Derwin James, as I mentioned. Guys missing from that game left and right. They did it, too. And the Dolphins' offense was totally inept. Totally inept. So if you're the Dolphins, there is real level of concern now. You are eight and five. You know who the Dolphins play next week? It's the third, it's the Saturday night, uh, Saturday night game. Is it the Eagles? Nope. This is a good guess. I don't know why I threw that at you. <laughs> uh, but you are in the right vicinity. It's the Bills. Okay. So the Dol- a Bills the team that I right now, yeah. A Bills <laughs> team that right now is leaning heavily or on its defense. So the Dolphins have the Bills. Then they have the Packers, then the Patriots, then the Jets. Bills, Patriots, Jets, defensively, yeah. are all far better than the team the Chargers trotted out there last night. Far better. And so do I think the Dolphins are going to miss the playoffs? I don't. Do I think, though, this thing could turn south on them quick? I think it already has. Because now if they finish with the same record as the Chargers, they lose that tiebreaker. When you look at the playoff seedings right now, the Dolphins are sixth at eight and five. The Chargers seventh at seven and six with the Jets and the Patriots also having six losses and the Jets and the Patriots don't play each other again this year. They both play the Bills one time and they both play the Dolphins one time. So. There is going to be an odd man out of the AFC playoffs. Let's assume Baltimore and Cincinnati are in. It would take a real collapse for either of those teams to fall out. Let's assume there's only one AFC South playoff team. And the reason I'm not simply assigning that to the Titans is because Prince of promised look pretty good (laughs) yesterday. So let's just, but it'll only be one team either way. Okay. Right. That means... There are three spots available for Dolphins. No, I'm sorry. I misspoke. Two spots available for Dolphins, Chargers, Jets, Patriots. The Dolphins right now are a game up on all those teams in the loss column. We'll see what the Patriots do tonight. Could be the Dolphins are 8-5, and and they're all 7-6. and The Patriots lose tonight. You You can't write them off in Sharpie, but it's close to it. But assuming the Patriots win, Dolphins got their work cut out for them. And by the way, the other concern was always going to be, what does this offense, Tua most notably, look like in the cold? Yesterday was in L.A. So the cold was not a concern there. Let me, I got to look again. I said who they were playing, but I want to see where these games are being played for Miami. At Buffalo next week, that feels cold. 
Yep. <laughs> home for the Packers, that's fine. At the Patriots, that seems cold. And then home for the Jets. So two of the four games are in the cold. Miami, even when it's cold there, it's not, you know, it's not cold right. enough to where it should affect the game. All right, now I want to talk a moment about the Chargers from last night. That game last night is why. And I'm not ready to call Herbert the second-best quarterback in football. That was in the read. Right now, I think Joe Burrow has earned that distinction. Uh, but Justin Herbert is in the same conversation as Joe Burrow, as Josh Allen, as I got to give him credit, and I think we'll get to him later, Jalen Hurts, as guys that are playing at that level. And there is a sickness going around where people in the media get so wrapped up in quarterback wins with no context, they decide not to believe what their eyes are clearly telling them, which is that Herbert is a special talent. And Herbert, yesterday, finally, for the first time all year, or at least the first time since week one, it might have been. No, I think it is all year. Started and finished the game with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, and the guy was out there dealing. It also should be noted, the Chargers are 7-6. and six. They are 0-3 by a combined 12 points, so four points per game against the Chiefs and the Niners. Two losses to the Chiefs, one loss to the Niners. Those, in my opinion, are two of the three best teams in football. So they're 7-3 and three with all those injuries, so a few coaching issues against the whole league except for my Super Bowl pick, Chiefs-Niners. Chargers are good and they're scary, and I'm telling you this right now. I, as a arrogant Chiefs fan, want nothing to do with the Chargers in the playoffs. I don't want to have to beat them a third time. So I would have rather the Dolphins won last night. Right. But that that was, oh, we got a right move right. I just realized on the gambling show, Chargers getting three and a half yep. went out right. All right, next. There we go. Uh, the Chiefs put Nat Hackett, Russ, and the Broncos out of their misery, but they did give us a game. After going up 27-0 on classic vintage Pat plays, mm -hmm. most people turned the game off. Then Mahomes played terribly, and the Broncos had a shot at the end. Do you think Mahomes is playing bad against bad teams and just, uh, you know, feeling himself a little bit too much? And does it concern you that the Chiefs don't play another real team into the playoffs? No, it doesn't concern me. Like, the Chiefs right now, I, I texted our the TV producers because I want to do something with this. Let me see if they text me back this stat. Uh. No team in the league has more victories against playoff teams. Teams that are currently in the playoffs. The Chiefs are 5-2 and two against teams that are currently in the playoffs. Okay. The loss is no team has played more games and has a winning record against teams that are currently in the playoffs. So the Chiefs' schedule, very tough. We've talked about it. They're 2-0 and against the Chargers. They beat the Bucs. They beat the Titans. They beat the Niners. There's the five wins. Their two losses are to the Bills and Bengals, okay? So, no, I'm not worried about the Chiefs not being tested. Yesterday's game was a pain in the ass in this regard. Kansas City played for 25 minutes and then thought they could just coast home, and they could have, but Pat was Patrick was careless with the football. But this, it is a bit of evidence of how spoiled we've become with the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes in this regard. First of all, he is now an 
utterly impossible 15 and 0 in his career in road divisional games. 15 and 0, no fan of the Chargers, Raiders or Broncos has ever gone to one of their home stadiums and seen Patrick Mahomes do anything other than beat them. 10 and 0 in his career against the Broncos. Okay? Furthermore, he had maybe the single best play of the season yesterday. Yeah. The blind flip, the no look. I'm not going to lie. The play kind of pissed me off. Oh, DeMonze bet the <laughs> under in that game and had under Mahomes passing yards. Yeah. And DeMonze, I got to tell you, <laughs> I, I don't like DeMonze betting football. Not because... I, I think you've been responsible with the amount of, like, you lost all your bets yesterday, and did you lose even $100? No. Uh, oh, did you? No. No, it was less um, than that. Right? Thereabouts? Yeah. There, maybe you pressed a little late and didn't tell me. Like 80, maybe. Eight, right. Which is, so my point is, even when you have a terrible day, you're being responsible with the amount that you bet. Yeah. Um. So that's not why I hate you gambling. I hate you gambling. Because you start the day with such excitement and in such a great mood and you're into all the games. And then because all your bets are these seven or more leg parlays, as soon as as soon as soon a parlay is dead, all of a sudden Demo- I look over, DeMonze's half watching the game, playing Clash of Clans, angry. And then the, the four o'clock window starts and that excitement is back briefly. He's like, oh, I've got all these things going. And then the moment one of them's dead, he's just gone. Just disappeared <laughs> for hours. And, hey, and, and it's just a bummer. It's like, oh, this is fun days. But the days you win, you're with me the whole time. You're into it. All right. But to, to back to the game. Mahomes is flicked to Jarek McKinnon. It's one of the best plays of the year by anyone. And the touchdown pass that sealed the game to go up 34 when he got clapped. to 21, when he got annihilated, yeah. was another one of the best plays anyone has made all year. Now, with that said, he was very careless with the football, and the three picks irritate you. But where I say we're spoiled is Mahomes is leading the league in passing yards by more than 450 yards. Jalen Hurts, who everyone wants to give the MVP to now, he has 1,000 more passing yards than him. Now, I understand Hurts has been excellent running the football. When it comes to touchdown passes, Mahomes is at 33. No one else has more than 27. He leads Hurts in touchdown passes by 11. So this idea that it, Mahomes, now, was he careless with the football? Yes. And did the Chiefs think after the Mahomes flick and then the Russell pick six, to go up 27 nothing, the game was over? Sure. Go ahead. I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, do, how do you think that game turns out if Russ doesn't get his concussion? Because it seemed like they were they were starting to get things going. So here's where I think that's – I don't think it changes it at all because the Chiefs were never in risk of losing that football game. And the drive where Russ got a concussion, they scored a touchdown anyway. Yeah. Now they had to do it on fourth down. Like that's, to me, a better argument if ripping comes in and they, because they were down at the goal line after Russ's scramble, if they don't score there, 
but they scored there anyway. And so I. Fair enough. I'm not. Listen, the Chiefs were never losing that game. Is it a little irritating that Mahomes was careless at the very end of the first half? Sure. But does it concern me at all? Not in the least. The most important thing for Kansas City the rest of the season is to avoid what happened to the Niners yesterday, which is in a game you're blowing somebody out, one of their best players gets injured. So I know we're going to talk about the Niners in a minute. Debo Samuel, I know everyone's like, oh, they don't think it's broken. They think it's a high ankle sprain. A high ankle sprain can knock a player out for two months. High ankle sprain can be as bad as a minor fracture. So the Chiefs got out of that game healthy and I'm sure irritated. Now, I'll tell you one last thing about the Chiefs. That defense got to step up. The defense is back to well below average. In Mahomes' career, one year, they have had a league average defense and they won the Super Bowl. Like, the defense needs to play better. Did Denver get their season high on the Chiefs yesterday? Oh, by a mile. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Four touchdowns. No, no, no. That was the best (laughs) Denver's offense has looked all year. All right, next. All right, the GOAT showed up in the Bay yesterday. No, not Brady. We are talking about Brock Purdy. Not to mention the best defense in football. They look better than they had all year, so here's your shot to go to gloat about the 49ers. Uh, is this the most confident you've been in San Francisco since picking them to win this, to go to the Super Bowl? Sorry, and is it time to talk about Brady the podcaster, or are you still are you still holding out hope for Brady the 49er? Well, I don't know if it's going to be a 49er, but Brady's playing next year, and I don't know I if so. I am certain. I've been saying that all year. There is some people weren't even convinced he was finishing out the season. Now there seems to be a lot more discussion that Brady's playing next year. Now where is it going to be? I don't know. San Francisco's on the board. New England's on the board. There's a lot of teams that are on the board, but Brady's playing. I don't, I still believe the Bucs are scary come the postseason. No, you're not going to be able to talk me off of that, that the Bucs are, they're going to be the four seed. They're probably going to be playing the Cowboys in that first playoff game. Now, the Cowboys, you know, didn't exactly have an overwhelming game themselves yesterday, (laughs) escaping against the Texans. But the to me the Cowboys are or the the Bucks are still scary in the playoffs and the playoffs only. I, I people are That's once seniority. again. What'd you say? That's seniority. Exactly. People are once again trying to convince themselves that Tampa might not win that division. They're going to win that division even if they lose next week to the Bengals. The end of the season, they play the Falcons, the Panthers, and one other bad team. Let me see. I sorry, I just have to check. Tampa end of the season. I know it's Falcons and Panthers, and it's, oh, and the Cardinals. So they're going to be fine. When it comes to San Francisco, this is why I picked them to go to the Super Bowl with a quarterback I'd never seen. Because when I picked them, Trey Lance was their quarterback. Yeah. That And that was before they had Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. They have the best defense in football. Their skill position guys are as good as anybody. They have an awesome offensive line. And Brock Purdy yesterday looked bleeping awesome. Brock Purdy was not just, you know. Uh, After getting lit up on the first play of the game. I mean, he got, he he was dropping dimes. Brock Purdy played a better game. The best quarterback game the Niners have had all year was by Brock Purdy yesterday. <laughs> that was better than anything Jimmy Garoppolo did all year. Now, 
Do I think he's going to keep up that level? No. If Brock Purdy's awesome, they will win the Super Bowl. That that's even against a good defense. Exactly right. Now I do think that you know he'll have some bad moments. He hasn't had bad moments yet. He'll regress somewhat, but all he has to be is baseline competent. They have made the conference championship game and the Super Bowl in the in the three seasons prior to this with a quarterback who's never had a single good playoff game. They, Jimmy Garoppolo in his career in the playoffs has four touchdowns, six picks, a 75 rating, and averages 145 yards per game, or 165 yards per game. So the, it, they don't need great quarterbacking in San Francisco. Is I it, think I'm going to be the Brock Purdy guy. What does that mean? Uh, you said that you think that he's going to regress and everything. I'm, I'm calling it. He's not going to regress. Well, it's going to stay great. It's just going to be one of those situations, like one of those, uh, you know, odd man out situations. A Cinderella story? Yes, exactly. Out of nowhere, a Kurt Warner situation? Okay, I, again, I'm, I think he will continue to look pretty good in that offense. I do not think he's going to play the, yesterday he played unbelievable. And, I mean, he might win NFC Player of the Week. Like, he was unbelievable yesterday. All right, last. Uh, the Eagles became the first team in the league to lock up a playoff spot after crushing the Giants 48-22. to Jalen Hurts played a perfect game with three total touchdowns while the guy in Kansas City threw three picks. Uh, sounds to me like the MVP conversation is opened back up. With the, best, with the best record and most dominant team in football, are the Eagles going to lock up Coach of the Year and MVP? Okay, they're going to win Coach of the Year. And Hurts right now is in the MVP discussion. But can we please stop? I told you guys when you guys tried a few weeks ago to say, oh, Mahomes has locked up MVP because Josh Allen's fell off the map. Hey, it was Allen, then it was Tua, now it's Hurts. Hey, Burrow. Hurts is, I feel like, the one that should, that should have been the one right after Mahomes this Except entire time. Except the fact nobody thinks he's better and he's not having a better season. Here's a question. Chiefs, Eagles, who has the better offensive line? Eagles. Chiefs, Eagles, who has the better running game? Eagles. Chiefs, Eagles, who has the better wide receivers? Not even close. Eagles. Chiefs, Eagles, who has the better defense at every single level? Eagles. Chiefs, Eagles, who has the better quarterback? Chiefs, and it's not debatable. And yet, because the Eagles are 11 and one, or 12 and 1, and the Chiefs are 10 and 3, with the Chiefs having played a tougher schedule, the we're, we're going to say that win difference is the difference. If they both, if the Chiefs finish 14 and three and the Eagles finish 15 and two, both of which I think are likely, are you telling me that one win is going to be the reason we deny the best player in the league, league MVP? Nobody can argue that anyone has been more valuable to their team than Mahomes has been. Other than Kelsey and Chris Jones, who on the Chiefs is having a great season? Nobody. Nobody. Their number one running backs on IR. Their number one receivers on IR. Their, their defense is starting four, rookie, four or five rookies. Give me a break. <laughs> They've played seven teams that are currently in the playoffs. Give me a break. I'm not taking anything away from Jalen Hurts. And you you say you want to be a Brock Purdy guy. You really want to be a Jalen Hurts guy. Yeah. I mean, you were watching yesterday and you were you were kind of shading this, but when you were still optimistic, you weren't gonna lose money. You were kind of throwing a little shade my way about my Eagles skepticism. 
A little and, bit. And they looked awesome yesterday. Uh, but, and if we want to talk about have I underrated the Eagles, so be it. So this might be a very stupid question. Okay. Uh, the, the, whole, the whole MVP thing, like when the MVP race is over, is that after the Super Bowl? No. That's, so that's right before playoffs. Yes. They won't Obvious. announce it until right before the Super Bowl. I see. But the voting happens after we I was going to say, that's that's the difference. I mean, yeah. you already think it's one. But like, no, I don't think it's one. No, no, no. There, listen. There are, there's almost twenty five percent of the season left. There's, they, we've played thirteen games. There's four games left. So it used to be so much easier. It was sixteen game season. So just under twenty five percent of the season left. There's, let me put it this way: more than twenty percent of the season left. Things could change. And Mahomes obviously did not help his case yesterday. However, I would argue this. This is my other Mahomes MVP argument. Any other quarterback that is judged by a regular quarterback standard when you get to 10 and 3, you're up 27 nothing on a team on the road and you have those two highlights in a game you throw for nearly 400 yards and three touchdowns, people would have said those were his MVP moments. The, the, the insane play to Jarek McKinnon, but we're so numb to it with Mahomes that we try to find reasons that that's not the case. And so, listen, I'm not taking anything away from Jalen Hurts. I do not believe he's a league MVP. He is right now the favorite. Right now, Hurts is minus 105. Mahomes is plus 150. Now, all right. Oh, did Jalen Hurts lock up MVP or poll uh, answerers? What's the word? Respondents. 40% say yes, 60% say no. Saying anyone locked up MVP is idiotic. Jeez, oh, sorry, no, no, listeners. No. Well, it's, <laughs> well, you, saying anyone locked it up at this point is crazy. Yeah. Okay, I'll just remind people, in 2020, Mahomes at this point in the year was the defending league Super Bowl MVP. Right. The team was 12-1, and one, and he had unbelievable numbers. And then at the end of the year when they had everything locked up, his numbers trailed off a bit. He sat in week 17, and they gave it to Aaron Rodgers. A lot can change in the final four weeks. And for Philly, let me just see what their national TV games are. Because all it's going to take, fairly or unfairly, is one really bad Jalen Hurts game. And folks are going to... Mahomes, I don't think he's going to be on national TV again all year. And so... The numbers are so overwhelming in Mahomes' favor. So if Jalen Hurd struggles in two weeks on the 4.30 kickoff on Fox against the Cowboys, Mahomes will run away. If J- if they finish 16-1, and one, they'll probably give it to Jalen Hurts. All right, a little FIFA forecast plus more Week 14 in the NFL next. What's right live on YouTube. Are you ready to take control of your health and conquer your weight loss goals? Look no further than Factor, your ultimate solution to better eating. Each Factor meal is always fresh, chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. No more waiting around or spending hours in the kitchen. Just heat and eat. It's that simple. Over 35 different options to choose from each week, including calorie-smart, Protein Plus and Keto, Factor ensures you'll never get bored. 
with more than 60 add-ons to help you stay full and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. With Factor, there's no prepping, no cooking, and certainly no cleanup needed. The best part? You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Sign up and save because we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Eat better, feel better, and conquer your day with Factor. So what are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash nickwright50 and use code nickwright50 to get 50% off. That's code nickwright50 at factormeals.com slash nickwright50 to get 50% off. Fuel up. Eat better and achieve greatness. Get started today. All right, welcome back in episode 106 of What's Right with Nick Wright podcast and YouTube show. Like, rate, subscribe, review. Click the bell on YouTube so you're notified every time we're going live. By the way, uh, we typically go live every Monday and Thursday at 10.30 a.m. on YouTube. We also post on Friday our gambling show. We're going to have a slightly different schedule this week. I'm not sure exactly what the schedule is going to be because Thursday, there are some TV obligations that conflict with our podcast recording time. So I'm not sure exactly what, what the schedule is going to be this week. But that's another reason to subscribe and to hit the bell so you know if we're kind of impromptu going live with any of the shows on YouTube. Uh, I, I want to get to the FIFA forecast in just a moment. First, though, I just want to say before we get to the World Cup, they're obviously, I shouldn't say obviously, but many of you may know there's news this weekend that great longtime American soccer journalist and many, not just soccer, but he focused on soccer at this point in his career. Uh, Grant Wall died while covering the World Cup in Qatar. I, there was over the weekend an outpouring of support for he and his family for what was seemingly a truly shocking death. There was also what I thought was some very uncomfortable and really irresponsible speculation. And I'm not going to engage in that uh, on any level uh, other than to say, you know, thoughts. And if you're the prayerful type prayers with his family, guy wasn't even 50 years old and just celebrated his birthday, was covering the sport he loves uh, and was a brave, fearless journalist and had run into some resistance while he was over in Qatar and, still did what it seems like he always did at every level of his career, which is do his job, do it at a super high level, and uh, do it fearlessly. I will, I, so it's, a, it's truly sad and truly a tragedy. And you saw, I mean, LeBron was asked about it because he wrote the cover story for Sports Illustrated when LeBron was in high school. He wrote some of the best Sports Illustrated cover stories ever. So he didn't just cover soccer, but he had focused on soccer late, later in his career. I, I will say on a personal note, I always feel uncomfortable. I shouldn't say uncomfortable, but I was on Twitter. I saw when the news came across from U.S. soccer that this had happened. And I, I didn't, I never know how to handle those things when it would have felt perfunctory to like send a tweet, but it also would have felt ridiculous in the moment to tweet about anything else. But I also, 
I, I think sometimes people, when there's a tragedy, like do a weird thing where they, I think unintentionally, like almost make it about how it relates to them. Like, oh, I interviewed him. Like that was, you know, and so I kind of just sat out of it. Uh, there were a lot of people though that knew him really well. He worked for Fox, he worked for ESPN and they were clearly deeply affected by his passing. And the, he obviously was a great writer and it's a loss for everyone. And I, like I said, I don't want, I, I don't want to engage in any of the, the speculation. I, I know that his brother had some very concerning or, you know, damning concerns, I should say. I feel like it goes without saying, if any of those concerns are valid, it's one of the greatest sports tragedies and crimes of our lifetime. I, I don't, I guess that is me engaging in speculation. I don't mean to. I have no reason to believe, though. I don't know that anyone has any reason to believe that what that those things happened however so i i probably shouldn't have even said that part of it but it was, feels like a bit of the elephant in the room when a direct family member of his uh was saying that he did not believe that grant had just passed from being sick and so i i the whatever it is i hope his family it you know comes to gets the finds truth peace it. finds peace gets the full truth of the circumstances and I would say one other thing about Twitter. In that moment, I it's okay to sit things out other than if you want to give condolences. And it's certainly not only okay, I would say recommended to not recklessly speculate. I'm not talking about his brother. I'm talking about people, just other people on Twitter. Recklessly speculate about something that none of us have any way of knowing anything about. Right. And just adding to the noise of something that's totally unnecessary. Okay, sorry to bring everyone down there, but I would have felt odd uh, talking about the World Cup without doing it, without at least acknowledging that. So, okay, Demonze, get us back on track. Uh, let's do a little FIFA forecast. All right, the quarterfinals came and went, and one thing is clear. You need to stick to betting congressional elections and stay out of football. Okay. Brazil got knocked out, and you still owe mom a trip to Brazil. Uh, they're going to show a tweet, I'm assuming. Oh, okay, yeah. So, What's that about? All right, well, I, had, I bet on Brazil to win the World Cup. Yep. And I had tweeted that if they win, I'm going to use the money that I made betting on them to go to Brazil. Yep. Yeah, I remember. Your mom then tweeted, we're still going to Brazil, Gitnik, right? Your gambling isn't my problem. She's right. And so, so okay, so it looks like we're still going to Brazil. It should be noted, though, while you throw shade at me. Yes, I was wrong about Brazil winning it. I have been outstanding, super profitable betting this World Cup. You were sitting with me Saturday morning. Watching me win the France bet. Yep. I, I bet Morocco live. Once once Morocco went up one nothing, they were only like minus one fifteen oh, to awesome. to win to win the World Cup. Or not to win the World Cup, pardon me, Ooh, to win that match right. against Portugal in 90 minutes. I, I bet France to win in 90 minutes at plus one fifty. So I'm doing quite well gambling on the World Cup. But go ahead. Um 
All right, before you get into going down on Qatar. What's going down? Or what's going down in Qatar, sorry. Let's talk about the star of the World Cup. Yeah. Francis Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe. That's his name. That's how you say it. Kylian? Kylian. Kylian. Kylian Mbappe. Yep. Kylian Mbappe's athleticism and speed is unlike anything else. The Chiefs may be the highest scoring team in football, but they're still lacking a true deep threat since Tyreek Hill. How many catches is Mbappe receiving if he if he signed with Kansas City? I, listen, I don't know. Uh, he is an unbelievable athlete. And we talked about, last week we talked about what Mbappe has. If they win the World Cup, nobody's won back-to-back since Brazil and Pele. When Brazil did it, they had a teenager be kind of the star and score in the final. When France won four years ago, they had a teenager score in the final. There's a lot of similarities here. And that they're doing it without Pogba and without Benzema. France is, it's really special. But what we have in this quarter, in this semifinal is unbelievable. France, Morocco, there's a long history between France and Morocco. And our, our, our book club book, Little History of the World, has, you know, Morocco, once upon a time, went and about 1,400 years ago, 1,500 years ago, went and conquered Portugal, then Spain, then into France. In this World Cup, Morocco has beaten Spain, then Portugal. Now they're trying to beat France. There's also some colonization history. It's really fascinating. Morocco being here is phenomenal. Utterly phenomenal. The first African nation ever to make the semifinal of a World Cup. Okay? It's spectacular. On the Now, I think France is going to beat them, just to be totally candid. On the other side, you have Argentina and Croatia. Argentina, which made a final eight years ago, which has won a couple when they had Maradona, and Croatia, which never leads in any of these games, yet keeps winning the games, either in extra time or in penalty kicks. Croatia has fewer people than Chicago, and they made the World Cup final last year, and they're in the semifinal this year. So what would be, listen, I am rooting for an Argentina-France final, okay? It would just be utterly spectacular to see Messi, and Mbappe, Messi trying to, you know, like I said, he made the final a few years ago. They lost in, pen, in they lose in penalties or extra time. They lost in extra time, I think, to Germany. Messi didn't score. Uh, I shouldn't say a few years ago, two World Cups ago. If Morocco were to do it, though, here's the thing about the World Cup. They've been playing it since 1930. They skipped. The, there were no World Cups in the 40s thanks to World War II. It hasn't been there. There's despite all of that, there have only been how many is it? Eight nations. One, two, three, eight nations to ever win it. Because here's and, and there's only been how many nations? 14 nations, 15, 13 nations to ever even make a final. OK, so let me just go through the history of it real quick. I had to pull it up because this unlike. Our list of NBA MVPs, I don't have memorized. Nope. <laughs> Brazil has won it five times. Came in second twice, so they've made seven finals. 
By the way, it should be noted, Brazil, what a total disappointment for them since winning it in 02. That is, in the World Cup since 02, they've been past the quarterfinals only one time. One, so 94, they win. 98, they came in second. 2002, they win. Since then, 06 knocked out in the corners, quarters, pardon me. 2010 knocked out in the quarters. 2014 in Brazil, make it to the semis, lose 7-1 to Germany. 7-1 at home. 2018 knocked out in the quarters. And this year knocked out in the quarters in a game they had no business losing. Up 1-0 with minutes left and find create a steal a loss from the jaws of victory. But they've won five runners up twice. Germany has won four and been runners up uh four times. Germany's unbelievable run was the 70s into the 80s. Germany won in 74. Runners-up in 82 and 86, and then one in 90. Italy, which didn't even qualify for the World Cup this year, has won it four times, came in second twice. Argentina, I mentioned to you with Maradona, they won it twice, runners-up three times, including eight years ago. Then there's France, which has won it twice, including in 2018, runner-up one other time. And now... And that's really it in modern U.S. in modern World Cup history, aside from Spain's victory in 2010. Spain also won the Euros the four years surrounding it. It looked like they were going to be dynastic. They've done nothing in the World Cup since then. England won it in 66, hasn't been back to a final since. Uruguay won it twice pre-1960, haven't been back to a final since. The Netherlands has been to three finals, lost them all. Czechoslovakia, which isn't a country anymore, has been to two finals uh, and lost them. Or Netherlands has been to three finals, lost them all, I should say. Czechoslovakia went to two finals a thousand years ago. Same with Hungary and Sweden. And then there's Croatia. So Croatia would be just the ninth team to ever win a World Cup. Morocco would be just the 14th team to ever make a final or the ninth team to win the World Cup if they finish it off. And then. France, with a victory, would move behind only Italy, Germany, and Brazil. France or Argentina, by the way, would get to three, which would move them solo possession of the fourth most World Cup titles of all time. I hope we get France, Argentina in the final. There was a good eight minutes on World Cup history. Now let's get back to football. What game are we playing? All right, we are playing all interfold today. Okay. Everybody told you to sell your Baker stock, but you held on strong. Now business is booming. Yeah. All yeah, in fold. Baker will be a franchise quarterback again. I'm not, I'm not ready to go that far. <laughs> However, he gave himself a real shot at being the quarterback in Los Angeles long term. Yeah. Nobody knows what. The future odds for Stafford with his scary injury, spinal cord concern. It, it also, I feel on, a, a little awkward talking about this, but I think it's worth noting. His wife, four years ago, was having headaches, went to the doctor. They found out she had a brain tumor. Now, it was benign. They did 12-hour surgery, and she's fine. Right. But that's like, I don't want to, 
I don't want to call that a brush with death, but that is something that level sets your family. It's like, oh my God, yeah. you have a brain tumor. You're going to have to have the surgery. Any, you know, it all is. And that, plus now Stafford has a spinal cord condition, call it that. He's made a bunch of money, played for a long time, won a Super Bowl. So I'm not certain how much longer Stafford's going to play. So I think Baker's in a good spot. And if he can play well over this last month with this terrible Rams team, even if it's not there, he has a decent chance Holding of at least being resume. back in the mix right. for a starting quarterback job. But I'm neither all in nor folding. I'm disobeying the rules of the game. Next. Okay. Before I start this next one, guys, don't forget to uh, answer or put questions in the chat for after the break. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Add some questions to the chat. We'll do those in the C-block. Thank That's you. Good. Go I ahead. did the ad. Um, all right. So Buffalo got lucky at home versus the Jets this week, walking away with an eight-point win. They hold on to the one seed for now. But they have to be panicking after Josh Allen's seventh straight bad game. I know you're happy about this. All in her fold, the Bills are an easy out in the playoffs. I'm going to fold on that. They're not an easy out. But can everyone please acknowledge I was right about Josh Allen? Please. What did he throw for, 150 yards yesterday? Now that Bills defense looked awesome and kicked the hell out of poor Mike White. Yeah. He went out of that game multiple times with an injury. Yeah. One of the times, right when he went out, they stupidly called a Joe Flacco pass. He fumbles. The Bills were incredible. Wait, didn't he throw a pick, too? I don't Joe think he threw a pick. I think pick? it was a fumble. The I don't think, because Flacco wasn't in long enough to throw a pick. Oh, well. Maybe I'm wrong. Producers can correct me I'm wrong. I doubt I am. I'm rarely, rarely wrong about anything. Uh, I think it was a fumble. <laughs> uh, but w- for the second straight year, forget MVP. Josh Allen is not a Pro Bowl. Right now, if we were listing Pro Bowl quarterbacks in the AFC, it would go Mahomes, then Burrow, then, in my opinion, Herbert, then Tua, and then Josh Allen. And you only get three. That's five. So I. Wait, what? What was that list that you just gave? Mahomes. Then Burrow, then Justin Herbert for what? Pro Bowl. It's like All Star team. It's like All Star. So we're so Jalen Hurts is no AFC. Oh, okay. No, no, I was no, no. so they confused. No, sorry, All right. they do it by conference. All right, so they I do got AF, you. like Eastern Conference, yeah, yeah, yeah. All Stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the the NFC is a trickier one because it's Jalen, and then it's like who are we putting? Right. in? You know what I mean? If you were in the NFC, he'd be a Pro Bowler. Yeah, but he's not, and so the. He last year wasn't a pro bowler either. And pro bowls are not everything, but it is a nice little snapshot of how good are you? Yeah. And I tried, everyone's like, oh, you're scared of Josh Allen. It's been the last, he hasn't been awesome since the Chiefs game. Right. Or the first half of the Packers game the week after. That really was it. And then I they scored 20 points through for 150 yards. Like enough. So but would I'm you, folding. They're not an easy out. Would you like the Chiefs to draw them in the playoffs? I'd rather play them than the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I might rather play them than the Chargers. Even though the Chiefs have beaten the Chargers so hard to beat a team three times. And all those games have been close. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the So, no, they're not an easy out. But they were wildly overrated. Josh Allen was wildly overrated. And I told you guys that. He's not going to get, they've now expanded MVP voting to where you vote for five guys. He's not on a ballot right now. Yeah. 
He's not. Be Mahomes and Hurts at the top of everyone's ballot, right? Burrow probably third. And then maybe people throw in like Micah Parsons, you know, a defensive player. Maybe somebody gives Geno. Geno was terrible yesterday. A fifth place vote. We'll see how they finish. He's not going to show up. See how, what if the Chargers went out? Herbert shows up. Who knows? But I, I told you guys about Josh Allen. Next. All right. The Cowboys entered Sunday as the biggest favorite all season against the one win Texans. It took a last minute touchdown for America's team to put it off, put off the comeback, pull off the comeback. Sorry. All in her fold, this proves that the Cowboys need Ob- Ob- Odell Beckham to compete in the playoffs. No, a big on pat there. on the back to your boy, though. For what? But go ahead. Oh, yeah, because you had the Texans? Yeah, that was like my, that should have been my lock of the week, honestly. That should have, you know what? Let's just check real quick in the doc. I want to know, because I had a winning week. It wasn't as great as it could have been, but I had a winning week. Demonze, Houston plus 16 and a half. That's a winner. Minnesota minus two and a half. That's a loser. One and one. Tennessee minus four. That's a loser. One and two. Denver plus nine and a half. That that's one. a winner. But you went against that in real, like in real time. What do you mean? That doesn't make it. I'm so confused. You bet. So you didn't you bet the Chiefs in real life? Oh, the Chiefs. I bet them on money line. Money line. Yeah. Okay. So two and two. Two Not and two. terrible. Hey. Uh, all right, now to the Cowboys. Whether they need Odell or not, he's obviously not playing this year. Like that, he's he, nobody he's is available him. come playoff time. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he's playing for anyone this year. The Cowboys' issue was not they need another receiver. They took that game lightly. Two Dak six. Dak threw a, some made some terrible decisions, and they still escaped with a win. And Millis was dropping some dimes in there. Who? Millis or Mills, whatever his Davis last name Mills. Is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I listen, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> the, the Cowboys overlooked the Texans. If they had lost, it would have been devastating, but they didn't lose. I'm not that worried about it. All right, next. All right, the Prince that was promised once again had the best game of his career against the division leading Titans. Too bad you lost your confidence in them. All in her fold, it's time to ban Jags betting bans. I'm really mad at the producer. <laughs> They have cost me so much in on the Trevor Lawrence stuff. So much. They 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 because what they've done is <laughs> they let you go. They through. haven't. They 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 let me bet them, and they lose all these games. <laughs> then they ban me right when they start covering. It, they've really just screwed me so far <laughs> this year when it comes to betting on the Jags. With that said, we just mentioned the Cowboys. Okay. Very intriguing game this weekend. Cowboys at Jags. Okay. Now, I don't think the Jags are going to win that game. What do you think the line is in that, Demase? Cowboys at the Jags. Let's call it Cowboys plus three and a half, given this recent performance against the Texans. Favored by three and a half? I mean, Cowboys minus three and a half. Yeah, you always say it backwards. Cowboys minus five. Minus five. Minus five. The Titans play the Chargers this weekend, okay? If, and it's a big if, but if the Jaguars are able to beat the Cowboys, they'd still have the Texans left, and they get the Titans the final week of the year. It's a two-game separation between the two. 
if the Jags were to beat the Titans in week 18, okay, they would hold the tiebreaker by virtue of sweeping them in the division. I'm not saying the Jags are alive. I'm simply saying they are not quite totally dead. And you know what is definitely not totally dead? Let me find it. Where is this from before the season? NFL preseason. Jags over six and a half. One of my strong overs. How are we looking? Oh, five and eight. Only need two more wins. You think Trevor Lawrence is going to be able to finally beat the Texans? Yeah, I do think he's going to be able to beat the Texans. I think that game is going to be really interesting. Let's see how my preseason bets are looking real quick. Baltimore over 10 and a half looking great. They're at nine. Indy over nine and a half. That's a loss. Yeah. It's a loss. Jacksonville over six and a half. Needn't go two and two down the stretch. We'll see, but still alive. Right. Kansas City over 10 and a half. That's a lock. New England under eight and a half. Going to come down to the wire. They're six and six. They're very tough schedule at the end of the year. Giants under seven and a half. They would have to lose out. The fact, though, that that is back alive by the <laughs> by the littlest of bits because the the tie doesn't count as half a win when it comes to this. It's just so they would have to lose out, but that one's going to lose. San Francisco over nine and a half. That's they, they need one more win. Right. And Tampa under 11 and a half already locked in. How about that? How about that? Also, let's keep looking at this real quick. The Kansas City, Baltimore, Indy, San Francisco parlay to all make the playoffs at plus 440. That's a loser because of Indy. Yeah. Indy's not getting there. Seattle, the Jets, Atlanta, and New England all to miss the playoffs alive again. It's going to be hard, but it is alive again. But that one's not looking great. Cleveland missing the playoffs minus 170, locked. Denver missing the playoffs plus 120, locked, locked, locked. Yeah. New England missing the playoffs, we'll see. It's going to come down to the wire. Division winners, I'm going to lose that parlay. I did Buffalo, Indy, Kansas City. Indy, I was way too high on Indy. Indy yeah. screwed me on three different bets. They're over, they're make the playoffs, and they're division winners. So that's three of my bets. And then the KC San Francisco Super Bowl at 50 to 1. My preseason wagers. Yeah, that one's looking could look the best pretty good. Right now. 50 to 1. Oh, Denver missing the playoffs. That was plus money. Plus 120 on Denver missing the playoffs. All right, last one. USC quarterback Caleb Williams took home the Heisman trophy over the weekend. Mm-hmm. He has one more year of eligibility, but his talent is obviously out of this world. Should teams start tanking for him next season? All in her fold, Caleb, Will- Caleb Williams is the Victor Wim- Wimby of the 2024 NFL draft. I'm going to fold on that because there are no, there's the NFL, football doesn't work like basketball where it's just like transcendent prospect, can't miss, absolutely won't miss, never misses. That doesn't quite exist in the NFL. Even the can't miss guys sometimes miss. Right. But I like Caleb Williams a lot. He's the first college quarterback to remind me of Mahomes since Mahomes. So I do like him a lot. So I'm folding on him being Wimby, but he might be the closest thing in the NFL to a Wimby. All right. Answer listener questions next. What's right? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is... 
Time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com right to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot right. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, welcome back in What's Right with Nick Wright, episode 106. We are now answering questions from our live YouTube audience. Uh, Demonze, go ahead. Joe says the MVP race is tightening. Hertz has eight more rushing touchdowns than Mahomes, so don't say Mahomes has 11 more passing touchdowns. Mahomes also has six more turnovers. This is all that matters. No, don't I, be su- no I think he's this all. This all matters. Yeah. Sorry. Don't be such a homer, Nick. Guys, I'm not listen. I, I said that obviously Hurts has better rushing numbers. Now, do I value uh, quarterback rushing touchdowns as much as I value quarterback passing touchdowns? I don't. But I'm just going to tell you, flatly, I don't. Do I think that a lot of those, not all of them, but a lot of those Hurts rushing touchdowns could easily have been Miles Sanders or a different running back they hand the ball off to at the goal line? Sure. But I, listen, of course the MVP race is tightening. But I reject the premise that Hurts has pulled into the lead. Now, Vegas says he has, but I, the biggest Hurts fans, I will make the point earlier, I will, Mahomes is going to throw for the most yards of anyone in football and add Hurts rushing yards to his passing yards. Put them, combine them, and Mahomes still has more. The total yards. But the Mahomes is going to throw for the most touchdowns in football by a mile. Add Hurts rushing touchdowns. Mahomes is still going to have more total touchdowns than him by a mile. Does anyone think Hurts is better than Mahomes? No. Does anyone think Mahomes has a better team? No. Hurts has the better offensive line, the better running backs, the better wide receivers, the far better defense. So don't give me the 11 and 1 versus or 12 and 1 versus 10 and 3. Don't give me that. Does anybody think this moment that the Chiefs would swap Mahomes for Hurts? Not in a million years. Would the Eagles swap Hurts for Mahomes in a second? Now, does that make him the MVP? No. But that plus the fact the team is tied for the best record in the conference, had tied for the second best record in the whole sport. It's not like the Chiefs are eight and six, eight and five. They're ten and three. And Mahomes has been utterly sensational. So let's all pump the brakes just a bit. All right, next. All right, Grand Minister asks, is it time to keep that safe? Yeah, is it time to keep that same energy and finally admit that the Titans are good with their own with the only wins that aren't good with the only wins coming against teams who are at least or last or second 
You want to start this one over, Chief? Yeah, Grand Minister asks, is it time to keep that same it's about time to keep that same energy and finally admit that the Titans aren't good with their only wins coming against teams who are last or second in their division? Second to last in their division. We're not gonna do this a third time, but I got you, buddy. I listen. Uh I don't think the Titans Titans disappointed me this weekend. Are that good. I do think that they have an excellent coach. And I do I hadn't thought about what he said. So let's look at the Titans victories. The Titans beat the Raiders. They beat the Colts. They beat the Commanders. Now that's a little unfair to call the Commanders second to last in their division. They are, but the Commanders have proven to be a good team or a good-ish team. They beat the Colts again, they beat the Texans, they beat the Broncos, they beat the Packers. All right, these are fair points. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, no, no, no. Those are fair points. But when he says keep the same energy, I, who here has ever capped for the Texans, Titans? No, I, I haven't thought the Titans are great. Right. I thought the Colts would win that division. They haven't. Could the Titans fall apart? Chargers, Texans, Cowboys, Jags. I mean, here's the thing on the Texans. They're going to win one game. Okay. No, like one more game. Right. So they've got the Chiefs, then Titans, Jags, Colts. They're going to upset one of those teams. And they'll still get the number one pick. Because everyone else in football has at least three wins. Right. So if the Titans could fall all the way out of it, I don't expect them to, but they could. But I never thought they were great. All right, next. All right, Trey Kesey said, Hey, Nick and Devontae, love the show. When is Nick's disc golf, disc golf corner coming? And do the Patriots have a chance of making the final wildcard spot? Thanks. Well, they definitely have a chance. They have to win tonight. And, what they, and then they have the Raiders. Their problem is their final three games, Bengals, Dolphins, Patriots. So they need to win these next two, get to eight and six, and then... I don't know if nine and eight does it. They might have to get to 10 and seven. Oh boy. I don't think they're going to make it. I just, the, I think they're probably going to have to go five, four and one down the stretch. And I don't think they can go four and one down the stretch. Okay. All right. Last one. Fair enough. Jack Ash, has Nick ever tried Call of Duty and will he ever make an appearance on Right Upside Downs? Uh, exquisite stream. All right, that's Demonte's Twitch stream. He was doing it this weekend. Uh, people heard a little bit from me on it uh, when I was uh, watching the World Cup game. So here's my question, Demonte. Can you Twitch? We can Twitch stream anything, right? Yeah, just about anything on the screen. All right, so I'll never make an appearance on Call of Duty. But if you want, and if you think it'll help the buzz for your Twitch stream, I'll crush some fools in Madden on there. I'm an impeccable Madden player. Yeah. I don't really know how that dude does for content. What do you mean does for You're content? going to have you just play? You're not going to play me? That'll be... I don't want to embarrass you. <laughs> It'll expose your lack of football strategy. Activity. They actually watched me play a pretty... I lost, but I yeah. played a pretty good game of Madden with the Ravens the other day. The, it, did, did you just say I can't use your platform on Twitch? Is that what you just implied? Like, what would 
what would were you saying what would that do for you <laughs> i did i i just it's just like uh, here's it's like so it, it's at that point it's your twitch stream no it would be i would be doing a guest appearance listen i'm no media expert yeah but i would think that if i were to like tweet out hey hopping on demonze's twitch stream here's the link 100 to beat some people in madden and maybe even some fifa people might tune in you could be on the headset if you wanted you could talk to them and then maybe it would raise awareness for your twitch stream that's I'm all i'm totally no, no no totally down for that but hopefully you know uh those guys are willing to come back and watch me play call of duty lately of later, course you know? that's the idea yeah that would be the idea also, if you just want me to stay out of it, I'll stay out of it. No, no, no. I want to play you in Madden because I think that I'd be able to beat you in front of it. Like, I think that if there's, like, a crowd watching, I'd probably, like, I'd probably beat you. Okay. Well, we can set that up. I really, really, really don't like your chances, and I think that it will make the audience, it will make it harder for them to take your football analysis seriously when they see how you call plays on Madden. Hey, <laughs> I'm just telling you. I mean, hey, man. We only have Lamar Jackson drop back and roll out to throw a pick. So many. <laughs> That's so crazy. You just had this. You just had to be there. You just had to be there. What do you mean? I just had to be there. I'm a really like I'm really good at running the football. I only ran the ball with Lamar like twice. Like the people that were on the stream that just commented on here, they saw the game. It was a great running game. Very effective. Might have thrown a pick, but also caught a couple of picks. Played stellar defense. Scored on the first drive. Forced turnovers. We were doing all of it, man. The whole nine. Okay. Hey, I've I've picked up a little bit more skill with this whole Madden thing since we last played. Okay. Won't All right. Listen. So, so if you're a Twitch streamer, I've never done it. Um, subscribe to Demonze's Twitch stream. His name on there is right with a no W, like just the direction. Right up, side down is his Twitch stream. You can also just go to his Twitter at Demonze Bird. It's the pinned tweet. If you want to see the link to that. All right. Again. We've got a little bit of a, we're not sure about the schedule the rest of the week. We're going to figure that out. But so subscribe and hit the bell on YouTube so you get updated when we're uh, when we're live next. This was episode 106. What's right?